This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Roseman, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Roseman. Welcome to another episode of this weekly psychological heresy that airs on American Family Radio every Saturday at 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern Time across the United States of America. The show is called Because I Said So, and it's all about what in America today is called parenting. I'm your host, John Roseman. I am a licensed psychologist, licensed by the North Carolina Psychology Board. Um, I do uh, always feel compelled so that no one leaps for their uh, radio dial or button and uh, turns me off at this point to make very, very clear that uh, uh, I do not believe in psychology and I will return to that in a minute. I don't want to make this show about me, but um, something has happened in the last week that causes me to make at least part of the show partly about me. And I'll return to that in a second. As I said, I have a website at John Rosemond, J-O-H-N-R-O-S-E-M-O-N-D.com, where you can obtain more information about my nationally syndicated newspaper column, which also is uh, featured on the website uh, on a weekly basis if your local newspaper does not carry it. And uh, my upcoming speaking engagements, which include St. Augustine, Florida on the 24th and 25th of October at St. John's Academy. And you can call St. John's Academy in St. Augustine for more information about that upcoming speaking engagement. Um, that is a Christian school in St. Augustine. I follow up uh, then in early November at Calvary Chapel Old Bridge in Old Bridge, New Jersey, where I'll be speaking on the evening of Saturday, November the 5th, and then pretty much all day. I'll be doing the sermons in the morning and a three-hour seminar in the afternoon uh, on Sunday. And then on Monday, uh, I will be doing a talk in the morning uh, titled, You're More Than Just a Mom. And that is a talk that, as the title implies, is primarily directed to women, but men are certainly welcome. And then I'll be doing a talk on teenagers in the evening. Um, the seminar on Sunday afternoon is a general seminar that lays down a lot of uh, principles and uh, in which I talk a lot of, primarily about the issue of discipline. Uh, I'll be then going to Aspen, Colorado, where I will speak on the 13th and 14th of November at Crossroads Church. And um, if you're in the Aspen, Colorado area and want to find out more about that, or you live in the Old Bridge, New Jersey area, uh, and you want to find out more about that engagement, you can call 
either Calvary Chapel Old Bridge for New Jersey or Crossroads Church in Aspen, Colorado. So um, I received a uh, very interesting email this week um, from a fellow who is a retired psychologist and uh, lives, I won't give his name, uh, he gave me his name, it's not important, um, uh, lives in the West Tennessee area. And um, he, uh, he took great umbrage at the fact that I have the audacity, apparently, to criticize uh, our profession. He writes, having just retired from a 38-year psychology practice, I heard you for the first time on American Family Radio yesterday slandering our profession and giving misleading advice. He does not specify what said misleading advice is or was. Um, I am to gather that just my advice that uh, Christians should be extremely wary about getting involved with psychologists, even people who call themselves Christian psychologists, um, is uh, is to him uh, misleading. So uh, he continues, where did you receive your doctorate? Well, I don't have a doctorate. Uh, In North Carolina, um, one does not need a doctorate in order to be fully licensed. I am fully licensed by the North Carolina Psychology Board. I have a master's degree in psychology, and uh, I have 44 years of experience in practice. So uh, I don't need a doctorate, folks. Um, A doctorate... Uh, All you do is a lot of research, and you write a long, uh, involved, convoluted thing called a dissertation, and uh, then you get your PhD. And uh, the the fact that you have a doctorate does not speak to the quality of care that you give to people when people come to you for advice at all, and I'll give you uh, more on that in a moment. But apparently this fellow feels like if you don't have a doctorate that uh, you're not qualified uh, to dispense any kind of advice, which is, by the way, the uh, the prevailing opinion in the psychological profession. The people with PhDs would like to make this a monopoly. Uh, how does one, he goes on, become a, quote, expert, end quote, as you claim to be? Well, that is exactly the, what I claim to be. I claim to be a, quote, expert, end quote. Um, I uh, have spent my adult life, most of it, studying children, uh, studying this, uh, this process that we now call parenting. And um, uh, if knowledge uh, of a subject is uh, the uh, salient feature when it comes to expertise, then I am an expert. But I put the word in quotes as well, because uh, in the final analysis, I do um, not believe that people with capital letters after their names uh, give better advice than uh, uh, your grandmother did uh, 50 years ago. And so when I call myself a parenting expert, um, I do so with some degree of hesitation and qualification 
Um, but I do, you know, I do know a lot about children and I do know a lot about, um, uh, issues that affect children. And I know a lot about, uh, the raising of children. And I know a lot about scripture and I know enough to know that uh, God's directions concerning the rearing of children, um, are in 180 degree opposition to the instructions that uh, my profession, people in my profession, have been giving to American parents over the last uh, 50 years since American parents began listening to psychologists and other mental health professionals tell them how to raise kids. And it is worth pointing out at this point, uh, primarily for the benefit of my accuser here, uh, perhaps, that uh, over the last 50 years, since American parents began listening to psychologists and other mental health professionals tell them how they should go about the raising of children, what is important and what is not important, and so on and so forth, the mental health of the American child has deteriorated considerably. Today's child, when compared with children in the 1950s, and even accounting for what is called reporting error, is by age 16 10 times more likely than a uh, child in the 1950s to experience a serious emotional uh, setback. Um, I have, for example, yet to meet anyone in my generation, and I've been around a long time, I've been around 68 years, I, I, I do not remember this in when, as a high school student, and I have yet to meet anyone of my generation who went to high school in the you know, late 50s, uh, 1960s, who remembers a classmate committing suicide. Uh, we do not remember girls starving themselves. We do not remember people being removed from school for what then would have been called a nervous breakdown or a severe depression. We do not remember people being removed from school for drug abuse, alcohol abuse, uh, put into rehabilitation facilities of one sort or another. Uh, we do not remember anyone uh, doing the equivalent of this narcissistic, a self-dramatic, and, and make no mistake about it, that's what it is. It is narcissistic, it is self-dramatic, a uh, thing called cutting. Uh, no one uh, that I went to high school with, and I went to a high school in suburban Chicago, there were 5,000 kids. There was nobody doing anything like that. There was nobody harming themselves. There was nobody, you know, uh, taking baseball bats and beating themselves in the head with it, for example. I mean, this stuff is... This is new stuff, and I hold my profession, psychology, completely 100% responsible for the problems that responsible parents are having in the raising of children in America today. And I qualify that, the problems responsible parents are having. Uh, today in America, responsible people are having more problems in the raising of children than our great-grandparents could have possibly imagined parents ever having. And folks, this is because the parenting waters in America were completely polluted by uh, bogus psychological advice. 
uh, high self-esteem is a good thing. We should help our children acquire it. No, we should not. The Bible clearly says that high self-esteem is a corruption. Uh, I often say, with no tongue-in-cheek, Jesus did not say, blessed are those with a high opinion of themselves. Uh, He specifically said, blessed are the meek, the poor in spirit, those who mourn. He was not talking about people with high self-esteem. He said those who, uh, and uh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, this is not Uh, scripture twisting, I have been assured by theologians that uh, what I am about to say is uh, biblically accurate, Um, although these specific words are not found in any translation. But the paraphrase uh, that I am going to give you at this point in time illustrates the point, which is Um, those with high self-esteem will be humbled, and the humble will be esteemed. Uh, Jesus said that, as most of you recognize. Uh, You know, high self-esteem is a bogus concept, ladies and gentlemen, and it was the centerpiece of the new parenting that psychology foisted on the American public in the 1960s. And the problem that psychology needs to take responsibility for is that the average lay person does not realize that psychology is not a science. It is an ideology. What distinguishes it as an ideology is that when evidence comes to the fore that contradicts a, uh, a theoretical idol in the psychological field, psychologists do not admit that the evidence proves they were wrong. You have never heard a psychologist say, you know, we were wrong about high self-esteem. It was uh, uh, unfortunate that we as a profession embraced that concept and and marketed it to the American public. Uh, Folks, all of the research now in indicates that high self-esteem is highly associated with antisocial, abusive, manipulative, pragmatic, opportunistic behavior on the part of people who possess that particular psychological virus. Um, We are today using a behavior modification paradigm to discipline children. Uh, We are trying to discipline children, in other words, by manipulating reward and punishment. And uh, The fact of the matter is that behavior modification does not work with human beings. No one has ever proven that it does. B.F. Skinner didn't prove that it did. But because psychology is an ideology, you just have to make a name for yourself in psychology in order for people to believe that you know what you're talking about. Uh, Freud, all of his theories have been disproven. However, he is still taught in America's psychology graduate schools as though his theories uh, hold some value when they do not. Psychology is an ideology, and it is a worldview, and it is a secular religion that you believe in by faith. It is a set of propositions concerning the nature of human beings And these propositions stand in 180-degree opposition to a biblical understanding of human nature. 
and I maintain that the biblical point of view concerning human nature, the biblical understanding is the correct understanding, therefore, the psychological understanding of human nature is wrong, and if psychology does not understand human nature correctly, then it cannot help people who are having spiritual, emotional, or mental issues, as we call them today, issues. So anyway, my accuser goes on to say, my greatest fear is that you are a wolf in sheep's clothing, taking advantage of the market among conservative and uninformed Christians to profit personally by dissing thousands of competent and ethical professionals, both living and dead, who have practiced their hearts out with needy individuals and families over many decades, only to have a quack and charlatan discount all they have done and stood for. I mean, excuse me, but what drama. That is just dripping with drama. And, uh, 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 you know, (laughs) I'm sorry, but... um, a market? I'm taking advantage of a market among conservative and uninformed Christians? Uh, I don't think I'm exploiting people. I'm telling people what is the truth. Here are some truths. There is no compelling body of evidence that would um, indicate that any form of uh, therapy uh, works reliably in any given population concerning any given problem. And I challenge my accuser to prove me wrong. Uh, There are plenty of studies that indicate that uh, therapy just, it doesn't work at any reliable level whatsoever. Uh, You're spending a lot of money and you're rolling the dice when you go see a psychologist. Um, That statistic is borne out by the fact that studies consistently find that people who have consumed psychological advice from licensed psychologists like my accuser, like myself, uh, six months after they have terminated or therapy has been terminated, one-third report that the therapy was helpful, one-third report that it was uh, distinctly unhelpful, and about one-third report that the therapy had a fairly neutral effect on their lives. So one-third of people who see psychologists get better, one-third of people get worse, And one-third of people stay the same. Folks, the average there is stay the same. Therefore, research, good research done by people who have no axe to grind have found that therapy doesn't work at any reliable level. If you want to go see a psychologist about a problem, fine and dandy. But here's another research-based finding, and that is that uh, there is no compelling body of research that would indicate that a person with a PhD gives better advice than a person with a high school education. Now, how do we determine whether the advice is good or not? The same way we determine whether a hamburger is good or not, you ask the person who has eaten the hamburger, is the hamburger good? And I don't care whether the chef disagrees or not. If a preponderance of people say the hamburger is not good, then it doesn't matter what the chef says. And in this case, what we have 
are lots and lots of people who, uh, after controlled studies are done, say that, without knowing the educational level of their therapist, say that, get this, advice given by people with high school educations is just as good as advice given by PhDs. And folks, as it was with the hamburger, it doesn't matter what the PhDs think about that. The customer in the final analysis is correct. Studies have found that if you go to a psychologist and you you lie to the psychologist about uh, the problems that you are having, you make up a set of problems you don't have. And you say to the psychologist something like, well, I have a problem making commitments in a relationship. Uh, I have a problem sustaining relationships with uh, members of the opposite uh, sex. Um, I seem to sabotage relationships uh, uh, over and over and over again. And the fact of the matter is that you've been married to the same person for 40 years. And uh, the psychologist begins asking you questions about your childhood. And now you tell him the truth. Do you know that the psychologist will explain your lie based on the truth? He will explain your lie based on information that you, truthful information that you have given him about your childhood. And that brings up another point, which is that psychology is deterministic. It presumes that parenting produces the person, which... uh, Anybody with any common sense knows is not the case. We all know people who were raised well who turned out badly. And we know people who were raised badly who turned out well. In the final analysis, the person produces himself. It's called free will. So my accuser concludes by saying, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Uh, You know, I, (laughs) I am not. I have been ashamed of myself. I am capable of shame. I have been ashamed of myself on numerous occasions in my 68-year-old life. Uh, I am ashamed of some of the things that I did in my past life before I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior 16 years ago. I have uh, the capacity for uh, self-criticism, for shame, and uh, for objective self-assessment. So if you think accuser of mine, that I ought to be ashamed of myself. In this situation, I am not. Um, And it is not because I am not capable of self-shame. It is because I don't think I have anything to be ashamed of. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. But that would be too much of you to ask. That would be too much to ask, my accuser says, of one with such an exalted opinion of himself. No, I don't. I am a rank sinner. I am a depraved and disgusting human being who does not deserve to go to heaven, and it will be through God's mercy and grace that I will. Uh, My accuser ends, may God have mercy on your soul. Thank you. I think he does. In fact, uh, that thought that uh, God does have mercy on me forms the basis of uh, my theology. Uh, He has mercy on me because I... Uh, recognize his son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. I'm going to end this with a uh, biblical passage, uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. 
after I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, I was reading scripture and I came across this. Um, See to it that no, this is the New International Version. And I know a lot of people out there have a problem with the NIV these days. But uh, in fact, if you read the other translations of Colossians 2.8, they're pretty much in line with this. So see to it that no one takes you captive through a hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the elemental spirits of this world. In other words, which is a secular understanding, which depends on man's own understandings, worldly understandings, rather than on Christ. See to it, so I'll paraphrase, do not be taken captive through a hollow and deceptive philosophy that depends on man's own understandings secular understandings, and not on Christ. And uh, I believe that uh, Scripture is relevant in the present age, and I believe that uh, without knowing it, Paul was talking about psychology. And um, I will stick to that until I take my last breath. Christians should be extremely wary about getting involved with psychologists, even people who call themselves deceptively Christian psychologists. This has been another episode of Because I Said So with your host, John Rosemond. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope it's provoked a lot of thought. And hope you join us next Saturday at 5 o'clock Central for another episode of This Continuing Heresy. This Continuing Heresy.